The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. That's right. It's that time again. It's the time when everything in your life should stop and you should pay attention to what's going on in the world. What I try to do during this show is to bring you on board with what's going on in your world. What affects you every day, what affects you every way. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the show, I usually start off with a little bit of rhyme news. And that's what we bring to the fourth, the forefront, I should say. So let's jump right into it today. So Disney's world has finally gone upside down. That's what happens when it gets run by a clown. Walt may soon rise up from the grave, and the company he started, he must try and save. Disney they chose to kill the dreams they create. As a parent who went there, I am completely irate. The stupidity as Disney, they pull up their ships to harbors safe from woke things, to be stoned or thrown off buildings. They seem to ignore this, as the money in their pocket it brings." Only in America, Disney claims to be woke. It's time to send them a message and make them go broke. Conservatives say they don't want to engage in this cancellation nation. It's about time to switch and become the more powerful, more effective organization. I'm not for the radical reaction, conservatives say. But this then just empowers woke corporations without consequences to enter the fray. If you let the loons keep running the bin, who knows how far left they will go and what more trouble they'll get in. They started out woke, has now gone full crazy. Now that want, now they want to sit at home, collect money from you and me, because they are so lazy. When you send your kids off to school in the morning, you don't want them confused by gender misidentification. Perhaps instead time well spent on math science, reading, and a proper education. Don't tell me how to raise my children. They are in fact mine. When I send them to school, math, science, and other educational subjects to make them successful, you want to teach them. That'll be just fine. Why must we get into society the LGBTQ plus confusion? Although the Biden administration is replete with confusion, Teachers should not teach this gender collusion. What decision have we made left all these liberals in education we should attest? Don't you dare tell my child they can change his or her gender before third grade, and that's for the best. You are a teacher of math, science, reading, and history. Don't destroy America by changing my kid's gender. It's really not much of a mystery. You put confused people and idiots in our schools in charge, and the damage they are doing to our society is really quite large. It's time to take a stand and stop the insanity. The democratic liberals are really causing chaos and further calamity. Based on our education rates of high school graduation, this gender misidentification is certainly not helping this nation. As we fall further behind, it's becoming quite le- queer, As we fall further behind, it's becoming quite clear that the focus of education 
should not be to know who is queer. You would think with all the advantages liberals are now given, that they would take the opportunity and eke out a living. But instead they are content with taking our money under false pretenses, and then buying $6 million homes for themselves, offending all of our common senses. Stupid corporations in America gave them boatloads of cash. And the BLM, the message they had, it's now trash. For he couldn't take a joke and left they stayed woke. So Will Smith, he resigned. If it was Dwayne Johnson, I'm betting he wouldn't have left his seat to strike out. He would have simply declined. For now, is violence the end which justifies the means? Or does does the lefties in Hollywood try to run through the seams? For it makes less sense to try and argue violence and the points. After all, they have been puffing on too many, too many joints. For you are either right or you're wrong, and there's no room for some other song. When you strike out and hit, you've ended your moral high ground. It just quit. Don't tell me there's no World War III. You're thinking it's plain. If you want to lie to yourself, please don't tell that crap to me. You're completely insane. The world sat back and just watched, and Putin's tanks kept coming with the troops who did march. We are not looking for a world to enter into Putin. He already did that. But for how long do we stand and deny that one is going on when Russia is marching through Ukraine kind of steady? People on bikes just riding by. They were shot in the head. But the Russian state, they claim, they're really not dead. The Kremlin announces that they're being so careful not to kill civilians. Yet the pictures we see, if not for that, they're claiming they would have killed millions. But the pictures don't lie. We see them each day. Dead kids laying in blood. That's never okay. I'm just so angry with the lack of understanding of the war before it began. All the alleged experts, they were caught clearly without an effective plan, just like Afghanistan. Perhaps those 50 so-called experts should have focused their intellect on a Russian invasion and left the Hunter Biden laptop for someone else to reflect. Why now are we always getting it so wrong? For America had a policy, and it used to be so strong. Leadership through strength was the American success. But under Biden, his military idiots, it's disaster after disaster, despite what you see in the lamestream press. Then we moved to gas prices as they saw through the roof. If it wasn't so serious when Biden killed American energy independence, it just went poof. So tell me why Biden killed the one big thing that was great. Now you can't afford gas for your car. You have to walk, and you'll always be late. So clueless and lost, you can see it each day. As if Biden were the savior, who unfortunately left when home to Delaware, who had clearly lost his way. Biden said he needed time to think and make a plan to figure it out. It's quite clear now that a leader in America, we are clearly without. We can't suspend in this country our president's day. We should keep it off the calendar until we have a real leader and one that can lead the way. Open a prayer is not a good military plan. If you doubt my words, just look at Afghanistan. 
Biden's policies are out of control. The border disaster, it's continuing to roll. Now they went to sunset Title 42, which will be just another calamity for America. Just illegals coming through and through and through. We are bringing illegal aliens all over our country, violating federal law without consequences or thought. And 18,000 a day, not counting the ones that we haven't caught. Can we get a price tag on this outrageous policy they have placed? This is continuing to ruin and erase America. They have already continued at this extraordinary pace. Biden seems lost and confused he's supposed to be president. I'm not certain anytime soon it will be better. His lack of consciousness and cognition is quite evident. So why do we not realize what Biden has done to America's world reputation? The lamestream media's lack of coverage, it is. May we not recover for another generation. Now we turn to another pressing matter. Hunter Biden and Joe, if you think nothing has gone astray, you may be the Mad Hatter. For down the rabbit hole, the press will not go. The Hunter and Joe economic plan, the media didn't show. Before the election, they all turned down the facts as they are. They start at the point to somewhere. Don't look here. Look over there. So very far. A conflict of interest there surely must exist. Now they may have gotten caught. Just another Biden twist. Joe Biden claims he did nothing wrong. And his son here, he did nothing wrong. And then in the same breath, Biden claims he, has spoke, he hasn't spoken to his son. The investigation passed the next election. They can prolong. You can't believe a thing that they say. They are professionals lying to you. The plan. Just delay, delay, delay. So this week I will end with a question for you. Was it Hunter and Joe who took the money? Who lied? And who knew? So now we get to the point of the program where what I call block one. And this week, I wanted to cover a lot of different items and a lot of different subjects because we had a lot of moving balls this week. People were doing dumb things. The government was messing up all week long. And it just got to the point where Americans are frustrated. Americans are turning off the news. They're turning off the president. And they're not engaged in their country. This is a problem for America. It's a serious problem. And one of the biggest problems that I see here is the illegal border complete disorder. When did insanity become our national policy? They appointed Kamala Harris as our czar. And we have that knucklehead Mayorkas. He's committed more felonies and crimes than anybody in the Trump administration ever thought of committing. I mean, talk about illegal. When you bring in illegal aliens willfully and wantonly, and then spread them out across the country in the middle of the night on unmarked planes. <clears throat> this is part of like the this is part of the Obama, you know, defective administration when they gave billions of dollars to Iran in the middle of the night in unmarked cash. Yeah, we forgot about that. No, I didn't forget. This is part of the same plan. So what is the end game here? What's the what's the purpose of opening up the border? You have to ask yourself that question. Why would they want the borders open? 
I'll tell you what. Because what they want to do is they want to bring in 30, 40, 50 million people into the United States. They want to change the entire demographic of this great country. And what do I mean by that? First of all, big labor wants cheap labor. Big companies want cheap labor. They need the cheap labor to exist and make lots of profits and then donate them back to the government so that they can influence the government. It's a real circular firing squad, but no one ever is held accountable. You know, you got to ask yourself, people like AOC, she was a barista. She couldn't even afford to live in Washington. Now they estimate her net worth of over $3 million. How'd that happen in one term? She makes 174000 a year. How do you become a triple millionaire? Hmm, interesting, isn't it? There'll be no investigation of that one either. But the border is particularly interesting because now they are talking about retiring what's called Title 42. And for those of you who don't know, under Trump, he put into effect what could be essentially a non-hearing get-out-of-our-country. They basically, when they came across the country, they turned around and said, get out. Title 42, because of the illegal things that you were doing, coming across the border, you're done. You're finished. So now what happens? They turn around, they send them back because of COVID. Now, the Biden administration says, hold it. COVID's over. We're ending the Title 42. Everybody go back home. What are they doing? They're incentivizing illegal aliens to cross over the border, which has got more holes in it than Swiss cheese. It's a, it's a defective border. But here's an interesting also. We are sending billions of dollars to Ukraine to protect their borders when our borders are wide open. I'm not certain I understand that presidential policy, since he's the only guy in charge of illegal immigration. Because it's not legal immigration, it's illegal immigration. He's, he basically is facilitating illegal immigration. There's, there's no way to say it differently. But here's what was really interesting. I believe it was Governor Abbott who said, fine, you want to let all these people into Texas? We can't handle them. We're going to put them on buses and send them to D.C. And, we're gonna, and I think also DeSantis said he wanted to send them up to Delaware. Now, here's, the, here's what the White House responds. Other than saying we're trying to get this under control, we're working on an immigration policy that's going to be effective, no. What did they turn around? They said, hey, all illegal aliens, wake up. It's illegal. They can't force you to get on a bus. It has to be voluntary. Otherwise, it's kidnapping. Well, hello. Here's the big problem. Who do they represent in Washington? Who the heck do they think they represent? They represent us. They represent me, you, and your family, and everybody else. When they are taking the side of someone who doesn't belong in this country, who has, as their first act, they've broken our laws. And they're saying, come on in, and here's the new brilliance of the success plan. This is the same guys who did Afghanistan on the way out. Give them a cell phone. We can keep track of them. What they haven't told you is who's the idiot who came up with the plan? He wasn't fired. No. So they gave him a free Obama phone, 
And guess what they're going to do? They're either going to sell it, they're going to dump it, because they they're never showing up. I think the number is about 86% of the people who come into this country who are let in illegally and told to show up, they never show up. But here's even a worse concept. They're not even giving them notices of appearance. They're just telling them, when you get to wherever you wanted to go, because we're going to take them to wherever they want, whatever city they want to go to, and for free, by the way, all on our dime, when you get there, hey, within a couple weeks, contact ICE. Not contact ICE the next day. Not, here's your notice of appearance on your way in, because fortunately or unfortunately in this country, everybody is entitled to an asylum claim. But here's the funny part. Our fantastic legal system allows lawyers to go in there and say, hey, this is what you have to say to get the asylum claim. Okay, here, take this piece of paper, read this piece of paper to them, and this they'll, this is going to be your asylum claim. Doesn't matter whether it's true, not true. We have to show to a judge that the asylum claim is not workable. It's not real. So there you go. So you know what? There's years of backlog of these cases. This is going on and on and on. And we still haven't. And listen, honestly, it's not only the Democrats. The Democrats have opened the borders. The Republicans never did that. But neither of these guys solved the problem. When Trump wanted to solve the problem, Trump started building the wall. He said, let's close it up. Then let's figure it out and solve it. But they wouldn't let him do that. So they took him to court and they got liberal judges to stay the building of the wall. And now you have incomplete pieces of wall, hundreds of millions of dollars of materials, hundreds of millions of dollars of contracts that you had to pay for to not construct the wall. This is the most idiotic government lately that I have ever seen. I'm, I'm embarrassed. And here we are claiming to the world that the democracy, our, our democratic republic, is the best thing in the world. You wouldn't know it by looking from the outside. I was speaking to somebody as a, as a globalist yesterday, and they basically said, what we're doing right now, trashing Biden, is horrible. Here's the funny part about that. They're saying it makes him look bad on the world stage, and Putin's taken the clips from Hannity and from some of the other programs on Fox and One America News, and he's putting it up as, as state propaganda, like he needed another propaganda source. Here's the problem with that. Where were you for the last four years when Trump was in office? Don't you dare sit there and tell me that you are upset about the way they're treating Biden now because it makes him look bad on the world stage. Every one of these just garbage people, you know, it's, it's, it's they trashed Trump for four years. So what we're going to do... Right after these breaks, we're going to come back, and you're going to want to hear about these oil company exec hearings. You're going to love it. We'll see you on the other side. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. 
For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Didn't they a couple of months? Hello, back again. Hey, there we go. The Biden administration hits us again. So, ah, man, I'm telling you. So here I was, I was telling everybody to join the station, become a patron. You know, I'm taking a step away from the program for a quick second. If you like what you hear and you like these programs and you like the content, you want to hear more of it. I suggest and I really implore you to get on board with the station. Get in touch with America's Web Radio. Call in. Email us. Become a patron. Become a paid advertiser. Because this way we can continue to bring this fine, fantastic programming. Because the opinions expressed here aren't expressed in a lot of different places. The rest of the lemmings don't tell you about what's going on in the real world. So I just ask you, if you're interested... Get in touch with the station, become a patron, become an advertiser. That's what makes us strong. That's what keeps America going. So that was my pitch. So now we're going to go back to right before the break, we were talking about oil company executives on Capitol Hill. They're accused of ripping off America. Now, let me just explain to people something. I worked for a company many years ago in the oil industry. It was an investment company. Now, The way this works, I keep hearing the number 9,000 leases. Here's the problem. They're lying to you. You have 9,000 leases that the government has given you. They stopped the banks from funding. They stopped the leases from being fulfilled. They're not issuing any leases on federal lands anymore. So 
up in Alaska can't drill anymore. They're not approving the leases that you need. And half of the leases, I think it's 2,200 to 3,000 of these leases are in litigation from these green people. They come, they want energy, they want to turn the lights on. It's like the people who complain about cutting down the forests and then have all these cardboard signs that they printed out, cutting down the trees to make cardboard signs. I, you know, the, the, the stupidity behind this movement is ridiculous. But let me explain to you basically how this works. You get a lease. Okay, You think there might be oil there. Now, you have to first explore. Now, once you explore, if you're lucky enough to find, if you're lucky enough to find either gas or oil, then you need to be able to commercially produce it. There is a real small percentage of these leases that produce commercially. And more importantly, the real lands that they need to drill on, the Biden administration shut down. And they're not letting them drill. They're not letting them frack. We have oil. Okay? We know how to do it safely. We, throughout the world, we produce the cleanest energy of any other country. So... The idiot administration here is going out to Venezuela, the dictator that they don't even recognize officially, that he's the president, but they wanted to give us oil. He went to Saudi Arabia, he went to the OPEC nations, and they said, nah, Joe, that's okay. Here's the big problem I have with that, is none of this stuff really matters because they don't understand anything. The senators... These people before on Capitol Hill sound like morons. Anybody who knows what actually how a lease is developed, a small percentage of leases are actually commercially producing. It's you spend hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, to first get it up and running. You know they were yelling about oh one of the big companies who was either Chevron or Shell made twenty one billion last year in profits. Oh, what they failed to mention that little fact that the year before, they lost $20 billion. They don't understand the nature of an investment and trying to explore. You might spend billions and come up with a goose egg. It's not something that they, they sound like morons when they talk like, hey, you have a lease. Why don't you drill and get oil? These are the people we sent to Washington. I don't know. See, here's the question that I always have is, do they become morons when they get to Washington or are they morons before they get there? Because I've, I got to tell you, I listened to some of the hearings and they sounded like pathetic second graders. They really, they, they didn't understand anything about how an oil and gas lease is developed. And that's pretty sad. I mean, that's that's as good as Granholm, who had no idea how many barrels the United States uses a day, and she's the Secretary of Energy. That might want to be a number you put in your little notebook when you do a press conference. Just just a thought out to the bride. You know, the but this is this is not unusual for the liberals. Okay? The liberals want to blame guns for the crimes that people commit. It's the gun violence. No, it's the criminal. I will take a gun. I will take an AK-47. I'll take a rocket launcher, put it on my front steps, and I bet I come back in three months and it hasn't killed anyone. So this whole thing about guns are the problem doesn't fly with me. No, People it's been, are the problem. 
It's actually already been stolen and by a criminal that's probably killed two or three people with it. Yeah. But the gun's never gone off on its own, no. except if you're Alec Baldwin. That's right. It's, uh, I never touched the trigger. You know, I was wearing gloves. Technically, it's correct. I never touched the trigger. But I can't believe that, that these people are still blaming oil executives. And, and forgive me, Dave, if, if my memory is a little fuzzy. Isn't this the same people that two years ago were telling the oil companies to stop producing oil? Yeah. And to knock it off? It's, you know, it's just absolutely incredible that, you know, like like you were talking about, I'd say 90, 99% of the public has no idea what it takes to get a gallon of oil out of the ground. And uh, you're talking about seismic uh, charts. You're talking about the cost of getting to that location. Uh, and if you have to Logistics cross other is huge. Pardon? And then if you have to produce, if you get gas, you have to have a pipeline. You gotta you get just it. Can't, say magically transfer it somewhere. Yeah, and they, for some reason, the environmentalists think that. Well, what's happening? Oil must just all fly up in the atmosphere, and that's why <laughs> the green weenies are thinking it's killing everything. Well, that here's my it. bigger question. There's two. Actually, I have two questions for you. One is, what is the difference to the environment of using a barrel of oil produced in the United States or begging OPEC to produce a gallon of oil for us? What's the difference environmentally? Because I can't figure one out. Well, and then, nor can anyone else. Yeah, and then the second one would be, is, is the biggest problem I have, which is the brilliance of our Washington elite that think that trucking oil instead of putting it in a pipeline is somehow safer. It's like they want to put it on a train and then truck it across our roads, which are degrading, by the way, every moment we speak, instead of putting it on a well-maintained, phenomenal 21st century pipeline. It's baffling to me. And by the way, for Jennifer Granholm, the number of 830,000 barrels a day from the XL pipeline could have been delivered now. If they would have let it go through, that pipeline would have delivered 830,000 barrels. And let me give you another education bit. If America is producing a huge amount of oil like it was, the price in the global market goes down. That's right. It's a global price. But the more oil there is, the less the price is. You want to put Putin out of business? Turn America loose. Oil will drop to $40, $50 a barrel. Putin's war is going to soon slow down, if not stop. It'll dry up his funds. It's simple mathematics. If I have $30 billion a day, as opposed to $3 billion a day, there's a big difference. One of those little missiles that he's keep pummeling train stations with cost a million dollars. But we were talking about guns briefly, and I, I'll, I'll bang into that for a little bit. And one of my biggest problems is now we have Mayor Eric Adams, New York City. We got rid of the other knucklehead. So now we got the Democrat, Mayor Adams, a retired cop. We thought he was going to be the new savior. 
you know, New York City was going to turn around. He was going to do the Giuliani thing. Wow. Are we mistaken? So here's, the, here's what he's focusing on, this genius, okay? Merritt, Mayor Adams, here we go. Do we have a crime problem in the city? Not if you talk to him. Being the fact that it's crime has spiked over 30% since he got into office, here's what he's focusing on. He wants to, he put up billboards in Florida. If you're LGBTQ+, plus, come to New York because we don't say gay. Yeah, this is what Mayor Adams is focusing on. While crime rages, the city has become a giant spithole. And he's worried about a bill that the illiterate, he's an illiterate moron because he never even read the bill. I read the bill over and over and over again. And I know what it said, Dave, really to the simple point. It said, don't talk to my children until after third grade about gender misidentification, gender changing, gender garbage, whatever you want to be. You look at some things that I said last week. There are 61 different genders, according to some liberals. I, I mean, they have gone off the side of the flat earth society. They've gone crazy. They've gone so left. You'd figure by now they'd come back right. <laughs> it's just, we used, to have, we used to have actual Democrats. And we'll talk about this. Actually, we're going to take a short break, and we'll pick it up on the other side. You don't want to miss the new one. No, we're going to stick. We're going to stick. We're staying here. All right, we're going to stay here. Our advertisers said, wait, we're so interested in this program right now, we don't want to break away. You missed the cue. That was me saying around the world, and you should be coming up on the other side. Well, <laughs> and I thought it was the other side of commercials. Yeah, no, no. It was, uh, it was just going on what you had said. And, uh, you know... This, what you're talking about today, as you and I have talked before, is, and this is what makes it so sick, is that everybody's talking about it. Nobody's satisfied with Biden. Nobody's satisfied. His, his administration has to be the biggest group of morons that have ever been appointed to pick up after dogs. I, and, I wanted to... I wanted to jump in, and I don't know if you saw the clip of Obama went to the White House to celebrate Obamacare, which is why I'm paying $1,200 a month for health insurance now. 1237 by the way. I mean, that's great. Thanks very much, Obama. I really appreciate you've lowered my cost to what? Yeah. If I'm going to be working to death, so therefore I won't have to pay for health insurance because I'll be dead. That's his idea of health insurance. You know, I, it, it's uh, I, I find today just absolutely incredible from Biden's administration that I uh, talking about a group that knows nothing about, you know, the transportation secretary. I doubt that he even has a driver's license. Pothole Pete. Yeah. Pothole yeah. Pete. He couldn't even fix potholes when he was mayor over there. Uh, no, and, and see, here's the problem. We are focusing on we should change the genders of our bridges and highways instead of fix them. We have racist highways and racist bridges. 
but it's okay because they're all falling down. You know, here's, here's one of my biggest beefs with, with Obama went to the White House, and at one point, you know, he did his little speech. He called Joe Biden vice president. Our, 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 everybody was laughing. Joe was going, huh, I'm still vice president? So he comes down. They're done with the speeches. Congratulations, Obamacare has killed the rest of the population, giving it to people who really don't deserve to be covered for nothing because they're all doing something. Hmm. So he's standing there. Everybody's around Obama. And Joe Biden walks around. It, it was so sad to see. It looked like he was a lost child looking for his, his parent in, in like a uh, carnival or something. He looked so lost. He had a blank look on his face. And then he kind of stuck his hand out to some other person, a female. He was probably looking to smell her hair. <laughs> and she kind of came up and like, Joe, back this way. And in fact, at one point, he was trying to get Obama's attention. He had his shoulder on Obama, and Obama was ignoring him. I mean, they say, oh, they still have a close friendship. Your close friend hasn't been at your house for five years. <laughs> That's really not exactly what I'd call a close friend. You know, at least my friends come and visit every once in a couple months. So I, I just found that to be amazing. I, I just it it really as much as we disliked, or at least I personally disliked Obama's policies. I thought he was the perfect president in an imperfect time, and that's why it didn't go right. I mean, he was talking about the other day. He was talking about the incursion into Crimea. There, you know, talk about going back in history and rewriting the books. You know, some people go back and they highlight. No, these guys are rewriting it. What happened is he took over Crimea. He didn't have an incursion into Crimea. Maybe that's where Joe got that buzzword from, the incursion problem. So he pulls that and he says, it, it was just, I had to drag Europe screaming, and I'm so glad that they're moving with Joe now. Well, two points. First off, he didn't have to drag them anywhere because he's the guy who cut off the military aid to Ukraine. He's the guy who sent them blankets and socks instead of weapons that they would need in Crimea. So let's not even go there for the first point. Of it. Second point is with Europe, do we want to become more European? You know, I have people who I speak to who think we should become more global. But here's the problem. Europe can't handle things like this. By the time they make a decision, the war is over. The people are dead. The buildings are destroyed. Look what's going on now. How long do we wait? How long do we wait? And, and what's an acceptable number of dead people in Ukraine? Is it a million? Is it two million? Do we have to wait till the last time in 19, what is it, 39 and World War II? Was it 12 million? Is that the number? NATO made some major mistakes, and they made major mistakes because America leads. And when America doesn't lead, Europe doesn't do anything. And they sit by and they watch. We're, sitting, we're still sitting by and watching this. You know, we don't want to go head-to-head -head with Russia. Putin is not insane. Putin is a, a calculator. If you give him information, he will calculate it. 
if he was given the information that, by the way, we're moving ships, we're moving troops, NATO's got all their troops coming in to Ukraine, while he started lining up along that border, you think that would have sent a different message? You think that would have said, don't you dare? Instead, what'd we do? Oh, we're going to sanction you. Oh, it's going to really hurt you. Yes. And then, wait, here's the other revisionist history. Sanctions were going to deter him. And now, it's clear, they never deterred him. They didn't work. Oh, sanctions were never meant to deter. Listen, Joe Biden needs to get one frame of mind. Maybe the truth would help. The problem is when you lie to people, you have to tell lies consistently. And Joe can't remember what day it is, let alone anything else. And honestly, I don't think he's running this country. He's not running this. It's it's ridiculous to think he is. But we're gonna we're gonna toss over now to to our next subject here. You know, I talked a little bit about the Ukraine border protection. So we're all in on billions of dollars to protect Ukraine's borders, but our southern border, pff, no problem. But here's the bigger problem: sex trafficking, human trafficking, and here's the biggie. Fentanyl. A little bottle of fentanyl is enough to kill half a million people. Do we have any idea what's going on here? China is brilliant. China has given the cartels in Mexico the chemicals to make fentanyl, and then they're making it. They're putting in pills, look like Xanax, look like Molly's, and some of the other stuff that it looks like, and it's killing people. And we're okay with that. There was talk about, you know, well, the pandemic's over. <laughs> Apparently not at the White House. Everybody's getting it. And the Pelosi kiss of death. Boy, it gives them new meaning. She had guest tested positive the other day. Just before she laid one on Joe's cheek. <laughs> you know, and then half the, half the White House is getting it. Listen, everybody's going to get it. But here's the big question. How much fentanyl should we allow over the southern border? Are we going to legalize that too? Are we going to do this? If we're going to do it, let's do it all the way. Let's go for it. You know, so now I'm going to, I'm going to bust off the, the border. Let's go a little bit north. Let's go to D.C. Let's talk briefly about the Supreme Court. So history was made yesterday. Katanji Brown Jackson was confirmed as our first black female as if that were the only qualifications that she had. When, when Joe Biden decided he wanted to, you know, whatever Supreme Court justice he was going to pick, he didn't say he was going to pick the smartest person. He didn't say he was going to pick the best jurist. He said, I'm going to pick a black female. As if that were the qualifying factor for the Supreme Court, that you be a black female. He has done her such a disservice and I, and I really, I'm, I'm angry about that. I'm an angry white man. <laughs> Gutfeld has the angry black man. I have the angry white man. I believe, honestly, had he just kept his mouth shut and said, I'm going to pick the best qualified candidate, he would have done justice to her. Instead, what did he do? He made her look like an idiot. He put her in a position where the only qualification that she needed to have Black female. Not the smartest, not the brightest, not the best thought, not the best decisions. Didn't matter. Well, her decisions weren't that great to begin with. 
But what was the criteria? A black female. So think about that. If if anybody would have said, I'm going to hire an old white guy to be president, that's the only guy we're going to consider, they would have went nuts. They would have yelled white supremacy all over the place. But instead, what did they do? Hey, that's great, the first black female. By the way, last week, listen to my show, I went over how she technically wasn't the first one that would have sat on the Supreme Court. But Joe Biden blocked the last one, Rogers. I think that was her name. But she got confirmed 53 to 47. And here's the interesting part. You had Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. I've been to Alaska. It's an amazing state. You people up in Alaska need to get better qualified people to represent you. Because she, I think, really, she did a disservice to you guys. She really did. Then you have Mitt Romney, which is... Listen, I've trashed him enough. I, I really have no respect for the guy. He obviously doesn't care about anything. The people in Utah, if you're not smart enough to vote for someone qualified, then you get what you get. And then you have Susan Collins out of Maine who voted for her. Not much of a surprise. Maine is like the Democratic Republic of Maine, so it is what it is. Even though she says she's a Republican, she's a, she's a rhino, Republican in name only. So that being said, she's on the Supreme Court. She's going to take, uh, I guess, at the end of the term when uh, he retires, and they'll go from there. And listen, she's one of the first Supreme Court justices to actually have trial experience that may help her. And I hope she focuses on being a constitutionalist because we couldn't get what her her jurisprudence philosophy was because she wouldn't tell you. But I really hope that she's not one of these wild activists that believe that the Constitution and any laws that you write, she can change because she feels like it. I, I hope that she sticks within her lane and does what she's supposed to do. You know, otherwise, America, another nail in the coffin. So now we have these guys, uh, you know, we have they're still chasing. they're still chasing Donald Trump. Letitia James, who's the attorney general in New York now, looks like she's going to try to go after him and try to, and she's trying to get a contempt order against him for failing to turn over documents. All I can say is, where's the Hunter Biden investigation? Where's the Joe Biden investigation? Now that we know he had his hands in Hunter's deals and Hunter was paying his bills and Hunter was taking care of him with the money that he got from China, Ukraine with Burisma. Russia? I mean, any of these countries ringing a bell to anyone about what's going on right now? You wonder why he hasn't sanctioned Russia's oil? (laughs) I'm sure Russia has a whole dossier on him. Remember those words, dossier? And they don't even need to hire steel to create one. I'm pretty sure they have everything on paper. And they said, Joe, you sanction our oil, we're coming after you. We're going to release the little book. You know, the Hunter laptop from hell. You know, you you wouldn't have heard of it before the election because it was third world media. We only cover what we think we want to tell you. We don't care about anything else that you should know. It's what we think we want to tell you. Eh, Listen, that's their prerogative to do. There's no longer a free press anymore. The only thing is there's no free lunch. Everybody's going to pay for this at some point. 
So now there was big news this week. Elon Musk picked up 9.2% of Twitter, I believe it was. And is Twitter dead? Or are the twits dead? He is gonna, he's already been offered a position on the board. But what is his angle here? Is he, is he finally, this is, you gotta give this guy a lot of credit. He is technically an African American. A lot of people didn't know that. He is an African American. He was born in South Africa. So he comes, he's a billionaire, for those of you who don't, a billion billionaire, like 270 billion. And he decided to buy a stake in Twitter. He kind of is annoyed at them. Now, the Republicans are yap, 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 yap. Nobody's doing anything. A bunch of talking heads again for the umpteenth million time. Mitch McConnell and all those guys, the, the ancient, they got to go. It's time to get all these guys out, get some new blood in there, take a position stand on one position, and do something that could be effective for this country instead of yapping. You know, I keep, I keep saying that they yap, yap, yap all day long and nothing gets done. It's amazing. So Elon Musk comes along and says, you know what? We're going to fix this. We're going to get this going in the right direction. So what does he do? He buys his stake in Twitter. Now he's got command. He's going to have a very interesting couple of months going forward. And honestly, I'll see... Are they going to put, you know, the Ayatollah of Iran is on Twitter, but Trump got tossed off. This is the the hypocrisy, you know, I hate that word, by the way. I hate the word hypocrisy, and I hate when somebody tells me, let me be clear. That means, that's, that's dog whistle in Maxine Waters' language for, let me lie to you. Okay? It gets outrageous. So hopefully he can switch Twitter back into a platform and not a publisher because they have really called down the conservative views. They have shut down conservative views, and it's really it's an, it's an abomination of Section 230. That's not what it was put up there. 230 was supposed to be a shield, not a sword, and it's been a sword. So now we're going to bounce into something again. I would like to find out what's going on with those 51 security experts that said the Hunter Biden laptop was classic Russian disinformation. I would like to know. I think they need to have an investigation. I want to know what information they had and what they based that on, or that they just out and out lie like everybody else. That's a question. Okay. It's out. It's an, a. It's an abuse of their positions as security experts with government clearance. And if they lied and they went out there and they put their reputation on the line, guess what? Clearance gone. Finished. Done. Go play with CNN. Go play with MSNBC. Okay? Because it's not working. It's not acceptable to put your position out there and make people feel like a bunch of idiots when you lied. So now, in continuation with the, with the Biden-Hunter scenario, what is the connection between Joe Biden knowing about Hunter's business? Why is that important? Because you, you had some media personnel saying, well, we didn't cover it because it's irrelevant, what his son does to, as to who would be president. That's a great storyline. Unfortunately, it's not the facts. 
if Joe Biden got remuneration from China, from Russia, from Ukraine for a quid pro quo standard outtake deal influence, what were they buying for millions and millions of dollars? What do you think they were buying? Hunter's brilliance? Hunter was a drug addict with a sex addiction. Hey, I don't fault the guy. If you got the money and you got the women, do it. Who cares? I'm not interested in you. But when you compromise the president of the United States, that's a problem for me. How is that affecting our foreign policy towards China, towards Russia? How is that, how is that impacting? Well, guess what? We don't have an answer to that question because no one's looking into it. This is why what we need now is we need a special counsel to be appointed. This has to be investigated. This is something where it's gotten a little bit now. Listen, initially, the media tamped it down. You couldn't really tell what was going on. But now, this is not passing the smell test. This is just a double standard in full-fledged riot gear. This is on full display here. If he is tied up with these companies, and clearly he was, the emails have, uh, clearly impact that. You have witness testimony. You have testimony before in the grand jury. Here's my concern. That the prosecutor in Delaware, U.S. attorney, is going to get so much pressure to cut a deal for Biden, Hunter Biden, by the way, that it all goes away. And that he's going to seal everything up so that it can't be used in any other prosecution. It's a brilliant deal. Listen, when Hillary was being investigated, they gave everybody around her immunity. And they got nothing in return. Zero in return. When you grant immunity to somebody, you usually get some really beefy information back from them. That's just the way this works. But instead, everybody who was around her, they gave immunity. So there was no longer any leverage to get them to talk about what happened. And 30,000 government emails, gone, gone. And I'll look at it with my lawyers, she said, so we'll know what to turn over. That's not the way this works. No, no. In fact, when it's Trump or anyone around him, oh, look at this, they're going after everybody. They're subpoenaing, they're sending for criminal referrals. But where are the Democratic criminal referrals for all the people who lied, for all the people who started this and got nothing? There was nothing ever there, but they started it, and they continued it, and they just kept going. It was ridiculous, but they got away with it. Clearly, they got away with it. So my, my basic bottom line is this whole thing between Hunter and his business relationships with Joe, it doesn't pass the smell test. It just doesn't. I mean, you can smell it from here, and I'm in New York, and they're in Washington, it's just insane to think that everything is fine. But we're going we're proceeding as if that's everything's good. Now you have our our fantastic Attorney General, Merrick Garland. Boy, we're covering a lot of ground today, boy. Merrick Garland, real quick. Said the other day, the only pressure he feels is to do the right thing. Okay. What does that mean? The right thing according to Joe? Or the right thing according to parents? Uh, are parents still domestic terrorists? Listen, this system has become so corrupt and so disorganized and so out of order 
They're breaking the laws of this country. They're trashing the Constitution. They are destroying America, plain and simple. And I think we the people, remember that Constitution, that document that we all stood on and we said it's a fantastic document? We need to get back to our Constitution. It's time for America to step up. we got to wrap it up. We're getting to the end of the show right now. But America, think about it. The next time you fill up your gas tank, wake up, wake up. Have a great week, everybody. This is Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thanks for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.